Welcome to another exciting episode of National Bugle Radio on the Republic Broadcasting Network, RBN, republicbroadcasting.org. It's the uh, rush hour traffic of free speech because you're stuck in it. You can't get out of this free speech. You're just stuck. So uh, head on over. Once it's unstuck, head on over to uh, RBN, republicbroadcasting.org. Click on the donate button. Send the fundage. Send it to 2251 Double Creek Drive, Suite 302, Round Rock, Texas, 78664. Phone it into 27... Huh? What is it? Phone it into 1-800-724-2719, extension 3. Operators will be standing by. This is part two of the Patrick and Jeremy show. Goose. Talk to me, Goose. Yes, that is the, the Top Gun reference that we were talking about in the Air Force when I was a young man in the 90s. That movie was still fresh on everyone's mind. We would answer the phone in the office. Talk to me, Goose. We didn't know if there was a colonel or a, a master sergeant on the other line. It was kind of fun. But, um, yeah, Top Gun, the very homoerotic, the, the, you know, Val Kilmer and Tom Cruise. And Goose was the goofy one with the mustache that didn't quite fit in, but everyone kind of acted like he was sexy like them. <clears throat> There's that scene on the beach when they're playing volleyball, they're all oiled up and like jumping up and down in slow motion. It was it was very homoerotic. It was really targeted to women, but for some reason men loved the movie. I guess because of the machismo camaraderie. I was only 11 or 12, so it didn't affect me at all. I didn't care about it. Yeah, um, there's a chance that I might have seen it in the 80s. I had this friend, and we would go to the... uh, He liked movies. He wound up writing some movie scripts, um, sold some. He actually even had one made into a movie uh, that sucked. But um, at any rate, um, he so we we'd go to Blockbuster or Hollywood Video or whatever it was would rent rent movies and then uh, look at them. I don't remember if we saw Top Gun or not. So I was more um, uh, Harley Davidson and the Marlboro Man. That was a good one. Ninety one Point Break. That was uh, Kanae Reeves. Going undercover as a surfer to bust surfer bank robbers. That was a lot of fun. A little homoeroticism in that, but it, it, it wasn't on my radar at the time. <clears throat> Mostly just, you know, good action fighting movies. And of course, any Chuck Norris movie. My favorite was Lone Wolf McQuaid. Uh, I was a little young for it, but I still loved it. That's probably the best Chuck Norris movie ever of all time. Lone Wolf McQuaid. That's where they got the Texas Ranger spinoff from. Because Lone Wolf McQuaid. Chuck Norris was a Texas Ranger trying to bust Mexican cartel gangs. And then David Carradine was the villain in that one, uh, you know, who was trying to buy his way, you know, trying to buy off law enforcement. But Chuck Norris wouldn't have none of that. And so they had to face off Kung Fu versus Chuck Kwando in slow motion, my guy, in slow motion. Well, I don't know. I I don't really... My favorite movie is probably uh, Wallace and Gromit's Grand Day Out, uh, which mm. is only 20, only about 25 minutes long. Well, those aren't my favorite movies. They're just movies from my childhood that kind of, you know, was, was fun to watch. And when you get older, it's fun to, you know, have a bunch of guys over and drink and watch those movies. We call it Drunken Movie Night. But I think two of the best movies of all time uh, would be Master and Commander, 2005. That's uh, Russell Crowe and John Wayne's The Cowboys. I think seventy-two or seventy-three. Both of those movies are excellent. I can't find anything wrong with them, and it's they're two of the best examples of like white male leadership that you can watch. The Cowboys and Master and Commander. Highly recommend. We're getting off on some tangents. We got We're some getting off on some tangents. tangents. The probably the movie that that. I enjoyed the most at the time was the original Planet of the Apes, which I saw in a theater. Yeah, you know what? I didn't see it in the theater. I wasn't born yet. But we had the Superstation TBS on cable. Remember that? 
Yes. And they had headline news every 45 minutes. Yes. Superstition TBS. Da, da, da. And then um, they played Planet of the Apes. And they had to play it five days straight because they did all, like, they did like three movies. And they were so long that they had to, like, stretch it out. They weren't made for TV movies, but they played them on TBS. Planet of the Apes was very good. Heston was great in that movie. Uh, and it was very chilling at the end when you saw the Statue of Liberty buried on the coastland. <laughs> they destroyed it all, gee, damn it. Ah. I didn't anyway. get it. No, he remember they Heston and the astronauts uh, w- went off on you know a spaceship and they went into cryogenics and yeah. they went around a star or something and because of some fake and gay uh, Einstein theories they you know they didn't age but when they went around the star like hundreds of years elapsed and they landed back on Earth where apes had evolved so you had the whole evolution thing being pushed. Apes had evolved and took over man. So all of the, the human civilization was buried, right, and forgotten. And Heston thought he was on a brand-new planet. But at the end of the movie, he sees the Statue of Liberty buried, and he's like, he comes to the realization that he went right back to Earth. It's just hundreds of years later. And there was the head ape, that orangutan that was hiding all the human civilization stuff and acting like humans weren't a thing, but they yeah. were. yeah. Yeah, and, and he was on a horse, and he had that that hot chick on the back who couldn't oh, talk. Man, she was smoking and she, hot, and she, she, and she couldn't talk. talk. But this I mean, was the late sixties. How, how great is that, it, oh, dude? It's, it's the best. It's the best wife. I mean, he's like, "You're my wife," and he just took her out of the slave camp, and she was hot and beautiful. She couldn't have been a day over twenty-one, wearing that skimpy little outfit with those wonderful legs glistening in the sun and they just rode off on the horse together. I mean, it's back when movies were movies. All right. Well, uh, that was fun. I don't know what other movies I like. Not very many. I, I would watch these videos and nowadays I only watch movies on airplanes. Um, pretty much. But with a couple exceptions. Do they um, show airplane? Do they show the movie airplane on an airplane? That would be fun. No, I saw that on a video, though. Hmm. No, no, actually, I think, I think I saw that in the theater in, like, 1980. My goodness. That, but, that, was, uh, that kicked off the police files, and then with Leslie Nielsen, and then that kicked off the Naked Gun movies in the 90s. Those were fun. Yeah. We should do, okay, before we get serious, we should do a whole show where we, you and I are Cisco and Ebert, and we just critique movies. That would be a good time. Well, I did see a movie in the theater. I saw the Godzilla, the new Godzilla movie. Saw that in the theater uh, a couple months ago, which was actually pretty good. I haven't been to the theater in so long. It's, it's so expensive, you know, and I just don't like movies now. I like old movies, but I saw Superman 2 in the theater and E.T. when I was very, very young. I barely remember it. That's my claim to fame. I, I know I saw a Flintstones movie. I saw the Yellow Submarine in that's the Beatles movie, the Yellow Submarine. Did you guys all did you really think you lived in the Yellow Submarine when you guys were on acid back in the sixties? Well, I wasn't I was a kid in the sixties, so I wasn't on acid. When the other boomers were. They must have really thought they lived in that. Anyway. Anyway. Anyway, yeah, Cisco basically any movie um I, I'm likely to enjoy the f- the first part of the movie, and then it always it then it always starts to suck in the middle, and the ends are so predictable. So when I'm on a, an airplane, I might watch the beginnings of five or six movies, and I hardly ever watch one through the end. I did watch one through the end called The Whale. It was about a fat some fat gay guy, and I I'm not talking about Tucker Carlson. It was like real fat gay guy. And it was a bad movie, but I, for whatever reason, I watched it all the way to the end. Well, Tucker's about to fall into our good graces when he airs this interview with Vlad Putin. Oh, wow. He is. He might become awesome again. Well, yeah. I mean, not that we're putting our trust in anyone, and Tucker probably is aligned with the CIA still, but maybe he's breaking away. Who knows? Um, so, this interview would decide. 
supposedly he wanted to get into the CIA. Probably he just wasn't smart enough. They didn't like his bow tie. They didn't like the bow tie. They said, bro, that's gay. Get rid of that right now or you're not in. And he couldn't do it. But he was showing for the Iraq war back then. He had that going for him for the CIA. Yeah. Well, anyway, more to come on the interview. We covered that last night on In Plain Sight, and we're recording Tuesday, so we might get news cooked on that, but he may not release it for a couple of days. I don't think he's going to release it for... I think he's going to build it up. He's, he's going to build it up maybe for a week or two. Um, You know what would make the interview better? It would be like Tucker, Putin, and Trump playing volleyball on the beach, Top Gun tier? No, never mind. Scratch that. <laughs> <laughs> so in more serious news um you know we did cover some trump stuff he's not immune he can be prosecuted he can't claim executive privilege like nixon did um a lot of good it did nixon right he got jude right out of office um let's see what was another one here trump declares himself the presumptive nominee this is a good one msn MSN.com. Isn't it a shame we got to pour through all these mainstream articles to get stuff to talk about? Washington calling himself the presumptive nominee for president. Donald Trump on Monday asked the Supreme Court to protect the rights of the tens of millions of Americans who want to vote for him. In a filing days before the nation's top court considers the case for removing him from the Colorado ballot. Trump's lawyers argued that taking him off would be an anti-democratic, similar to recent actions in Venezuela. Uh, his lawyers are appealing to the decision by Colorado to disqualify him from running in that state because of an anti-insurrection clause in the Constitution. So, again, more to come on this. I haven't seen anything new on it, uh, what SCOTUS has ruled. But even if they rule him off the ballot, I mean, I don't see that stopping him. Although people are kind of retarded and they don't know they can just write his name in in Colorado. So there's that. Um, but it's awesome. Whatever, that he, I mean, everything, they do, everything they're doing is just going to backfire. It does seem like that. Um, isn't that why they called him Teflon Don? Nothing can stick. Uh, yeah, he, he could walk down into, uh, what did he say? He could walk down 6th Avenue and, or 5th Avenue and shoot someone. And everybody would just applaud. And before Kelso's audience starts getting all, you know, excited, no, I'm not supporting Trump. I, I can't forgive him for supporting the deadly clot shot. But as you bring out as the, the pragmatic half of this, Patrick and Jeremy, it's going to create a lot of conversation. It's going to be a lot of fun. I'm in it for the LOLs. Um, I'd like to see him just because they hate him. So. Uh, and he does represent white people in America, whether you like it or not. Mm -hmm. Whether he likes it or not. Yeah. I didn't say I'm not going to vote. I haven't made up my mind yet. But here in Kentucky, I mean, our in West Kentucky, I mean, our voting is pretty solid. They check IDs and uh, it's pretty straight up. So, you know, I, I feel like my vote counts in Kentucky. The question is, you know, is Trump going to do any good? His mere candidacy is going to, uh, you know, raise a lot of good talking points, things. It's going to get people talking, um, just like the Tucker-Putin interview is going to get the left and the right talking about support for Israel, support the, for the Ukraine, war with China. All these things are going to be on the table, and they should be. They should be on the table. Uh, and who knows? Maybe Trump will get high on his own voter supply, and mm -hmm. if his base moves toward not supporting Israel, not supporting the Ukraine, maybe he could be pulled that way. Who knows? Your thoughts? Yeah, well, I mean, somebody's going to be living in the White House, and um, it would be a pretty unpredict unpredicted turn of events if I wind up not voting for Trump. I imagine I'll be voting for Trump again, uh, which, like, I do that, there's no hero worship here, and I, I uh, doubt he'll have that much more success than he did in the first term. Maybe there will be some learning, but whatever. Um, but the the campaign. How about itself, not? 
How about not appointing John Bolton? Can we at least get that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The man there? I mean, yeah, it would be nice to have him admit some of his clear mistakes. I mean, he, he does talk about having ma- made some bad personnel decisions. Uh, but the, but the thing is he's, he's saying some very important things that even if he gets it not done at all, having, having some of these things said is important. So he's saying that he's going to have mass deportation, mass deportations like you've never seen before. I doubt it, but to, to be elected and to have that as a mandate, to have that, the idea of mass deportations normalized, the idea that people who just walked across the border illegally don't have some somehow have some sort of right to stay because, you know, it would be sad if we made them leave. That's I think that there's some value in that. How about at least emptying out the five star hotels? At least let's start there. Let's empty. Yeah, that would be a start. Just empty out the five-star hotels of the illegal immigrants and send them back. All right, so here we go. You want me to get them on the Trump train? This is my list. Number one, empty out the five-star hotels and cancel all the debit cards given to these illegals. Send them back. All right? Worry about the other ones later. I'm not going to be too harsh here. All right? Secondly, he has to denounce the COVID backs. He must. All right? Thirdly, He must admit that white people of European descent in America have the right to politically organize. And then thirdly, he has to denounce what Israel's doing in Palestine as a genocide. And and he has to scold them at the least and cut funding at the best. That's Mm -hmm. my list to get me on the Trump train. Am I being unrealistic? um, Unrealistic? I I, I don't know if, if he will do all those things. Uh, but that that's a that's a good list. Yeah, I think it's the minimum, it's the bare minimum that we should expect from a statesman. I mean, we could go on and on. I I, I think and I didn't put these on the list cuz I think like uh I think he will try to better relations with Russia and China to keep us from a world war. So I didn't put that on the list cuz I think he's probably going to do that anyway. We're going to be better off than we are with the administration we have. But there's going to be a lot of firings that have to happen, too. Let's put this on the list. Fire Mayorkas. Uh, yeah, well, I, I mean, that'll ruin. happen. Yeah. He's not, going to, he's not going to keep those people. Um, and he did oh, fire a new one the, earlier, you know, five years ago. What, he eight years fired ago. her on day one. She's, she's not lasting, that's for sure. Um, here's something, though. So I saw a little bit of... Senator J.D. Vance, who I don't like. I don't like any of these. The only one I have a little bit of tolerance for is uh, Rand Paul, at least in the Senate. But uh, J.D. Vance, he's kind of like uh, a Tucker creation. But he was being interviewed by George Stephanopoulos. And uh, who, like, I never, I remember George Stephanopoulos from the Clinton administration but I've really never paid too much attention to him. He became a, a uh, some sort of show host on ABC News, I think. And he, so he had J.D. Vance on. And J.D. Vance was saying that Trump should fire basically say every, every middle-level civil servant. So not just the people at the top, but like all the people in the middle, too. Just yeah. massive, massive firings and staff them with people that he wants. There's a man who leaves a life of danger To everyone he meets He stays a stranger Every move he makes Another chance he takes The odds are he won't live To see tomorrow Secret agent man, secret agent man, they've given you a number, hadn't check it. Find your inner rebel at Dixie Republic, the world's largest Confederate store, located in Traveler's Rest, South Carolina. The anti-white, 
anti-Christ, anti-Southern world ends at the asphalt. Welcome to God's country. Log on to DixieRepublic.com to view our Southern merchandise from flags to t-shirts to artwork. At the store, browse through our extensive collection of belt buckles and have a custom-made leather belt handcrafted in our Johnny Rebs gun and leather shop. That's DixieRepublic.com, where you can meet all of your Southern needs. Support those that support the network. Support Dixie Republic at DixieRepublic.com. Email ProudSouthern123 at gmail.com and let them know that RBN sent you. Consider this. Dead people see only what they want to see. And frankly, most of us are still dead. Let me give you the lessons of gold and five easy lessons. Number one, don't buy it because you need to make money. You buy gold because you need to protect the money you already have. Don't ever look at the price as a barrier. Look at it as an incentive. Number three, don't buy its paper pretenders. We talked about that a lot. Buy gold. Buy the real thing in the form of coins and bullion. Fourth, don't fall prey to glitzy television or Facebook ads. Do your due diligence instead. And that's what I try to provide you with and have for 26 and a half years on the air and 30 years in this profession. Fifth, don't allow naysayers to divert your interest. Allow yourself the right to protect your interests as you see fit. Jeff Bennett here. One of the ways you can do that is to contact Kettle Moraine Limited. Contact me by calling or texting me at 602-799-8214. 602-799-8214. You can also email me at kettlemoraineltd at cox.net. Let me help you protect your wealth and your family today. Once again, call or text us at 602-799-8214 or visit our website, sierramadrepreciousmetals.com. Be glad to help you out. Be glad to answer your questions. That's what we're here for. No pressure. Just good, hard, common sense. The decision then becomes up to you. Agent man, they've given you a number, and they've taken away your name. So not just the people at the top, but like all the people in the middle, too. Just massive, massive firings and staff them with people that he wants, uh, people who would be loyal to him. Well, he doesn't, you know, if you're talking about like hundreds of thousands of people, he doesn't know that many people. But this actually is the way the government worked. It was called the spoils system. This is what they were doing through most of the 1800s. So somebody would Mm -hmm. come in and uh, all the, the, the big... The big job part of the government back then was the post office and all the post postmasters would get fired and new ones would get hired. Things like that. They would, they, they would just fire everybody and hire a whole bunch of new people until I, I guess Chester A. Arthur came along and reformed the civil service. I just Googled Trump SCOTUS on the ballot and I don't see any news on this. So as of, Time of recording on Tuesday afternoon. I don't see uh, where SCOTUS is ruled. So that was kind of what we started off with. Trump urging SCOTUS, and that was. It's all going to backfire. You know, when they're trying to arrest him, put him in jail, raid his house, keep him off the ballot, it's, it's having the opposite effect. And his, you look at his poll numbers, and they've just been going up and up and up in spite of all this stuff. Yeah, so Trump, Trump and Ramaswamy versus uh, Newsom and Harris, because I don't think they're going to get rid of Harris. I don't know if they're going to bring in Big Mike Obama. Big Mike. 
<laughs> that's a man, baby. That's a man, baby. With, what? Of course, they killed. According to according to Doctor Fetcher, they killed their cook with a uh, a giant dildo that they ordered off Amazon for ninety five dollars. Anyway, he says that, like my that Obama that Michelle is a man with breast implants. Like, where are the breast implants? Dude, <laughs> respect to Jim Fetcher. He's cool, dude. He cracks me up when he's talking about the Obamas and Michelle and Big Mike. It's just hilarious. And I, I, I don't know. Yeah. I listen to this almost every day. I don't know if he's, he's. It sounds like he's not trying to be hilarious, but he is. But he probably knows he's hilarious. Like at the same time, Big Mike. It's a good news roundup. It's it serves a good purpose there. You have his takes. Um, I think are way out there, but that's okay. I, you know, we're all entitled to our way out there takes. So I know this is on the air, but like we should consider uh, Professor Fetcher on the Patrick and Jeremy show. He was on my show shortly mm-hmm. after he joined RBN, and that was fun. Tried to get him to talk about Tavistock, but he was having none of that, being the Beatles fan that he is. But he was a great guy, man. It was a good show. Um, he had so much good information, but uh, yeah, we could talk, we could talk about the uh, Beatles. Yeah, I'd, I'd be I'd be happy to have him on. Also, Bronat's got to come back. What happened to Bronat? Bronat called me up and said he wanted to talk to somebody with a brain. I assumed he meant me. <laughs> I mean, but but so he was going to come on my show. We were going to do a recording. What was it? Two weeks ago. And then, yeah. then he called up and he said his his uh, Skype guy, or no, his tech guy was gone and he didn't know how to use Skype because he's a boomer. And um, that would set something up for a week later. I guess he's busy, I'm busy, so uh, that, we'll, we'll make it happen. That's very boomerish. I mean, I've got 80-year-old like great aunts that can use <laughs> smartphones and Skype. No, no offense. No offense to Bronat. He's 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 doing the work. He's doing the work that should be done out there. He um, sure is. But yeah, we'll keep that keep that in the in the in our in the back of our heads. Getting Bronat and and Fetzer on the show. Um, we've had so many great people on the show. Yeah, it, we went off on a little aside there. Um, I think we covered the you know Trump Scotus thing. We covered the Trump immunity thing. Uh, and he's calling himself the presumptive nominee. True. So back to the Biden side. You ready to go to the other side? Yeah, let's go. All right. Um, MSN.com. Uh, Biden urges Speaker Johnson to pay attention to Senate on the border bill. So this on the border bill, let me see if I understand it. Let me nutshell it, and you, you correct me if I'm wrong. They're trying to tie in financing Israel and financing Ukraine to financing the border because that's been an outcry of people on the on the left and the right, the right and the left. Have you noticed leftists are calling or like bitching about this these illegal immigrants uh, coming in their cities? Yes, and this has got a whole thing going on with the border. So I guess the answer from the system is, you know, get this bill that ties everything in. Because the outcry mostly from the right is, well, why are we worried about the Ukraine border when our border is wide open and all of this? So there's this um, Senate border bill. All right. If you can if you can give us the lowdown on this. Do you got the lowdown on the Senate border bill? On the details? I don't, I don't know. I don't have, like, massive details. But the main thing is... You are tuned in to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit our website by going to republicbroadcasting.org. Corporate media dominates the American opinion. Finding independent voices that counter this avalanche is becoming increasingly difficult. 
With the endless corruption running rampant throughout our government, independent voices are needed more than ever to battle the offensive against our freedoms and liberties. As a listener of RBN, no one understands this concept better than you. Now it's up to you to do your part. The time has come for you to take action and begin broadcasting the truth to hundreds or thousands of people every month. Sound impossible? Quite the contrary. With pointed slogans from LibertyStickers.com, you can reach countless sleeping Americans unaware that they live in a real-life wonderland. LibertyStickers.com has a huge inventory of political bumper stickers and messages that reflect the truth about our government, our politicians, and the future of America. With so many in stock, there's one perfect for you. Visit us today at LibertyStickers.com. Again, that's LibertyStickers.com. Do your part. Your voice is important. Let it be heard. My name is John. I'm the founder of Blackout Coffee, and I started uh, Blackout because I really love coffee. I've always loved coffee, and after traveling so much to Europe, South America, and trying so many different coffees that were so good, and uh, every time I came back uh, to the U.S., I was so disappointed with the coffee, so I figured that I had to do something about it. The biggest difference is really is on the beans and the roasting process, how we roast it and how fresh it is. The fresher the roast, the better the quality. Here I have like all, all of the coffee that's roasted within one to two days prior to being shipped. So it literally gets to consumers' house within three to five days after being roasted. If you like coffee, you have to try ours. It's fresh roasted. It's one of the best beans that we can get. And you will definitely see the difference. Visit blackoutcoffee.com and use the coupon code REPUB10. That's REPUB10. Homeowners, are you in foreclosure, expecting to be served with a foreclosure lawsuit, or suspect your lender has coerced you into an illegal mortgage transaction? A huge number of mortgages made in the last 10 years have legal issues and are possibly defective. State laws and the U.S. Supreme Court have upheld that defective mortgage documents are grounds for foreclosure defense and for counterclaims in favor of the homeowner. If your mortgage has been sold or assigned since closing the loan, it may be defective and you may be paying the wrong party and the lender may not have standing or the right to foreclose or collect payments under the law. If you would like to know if your mortgage is legal or not, or know if you are paying the right party, we can help. Our initial consultations are free of charge. We are not attorneys. We are legal researchers and work closely with experienced lawyers who know how to help you find the evidence to help you keep your home. Email Tom at republicbroadcasting.org. T-O-M at republicbroadcasting.org. If you can give us the lowdown on this, do you get the lowdown on the Senate border bill? On the details? Uh, I, don't, I don't know. I don't have like massive details, but the main thing is uh, so you, they're talking about 60 whatever billion for Ukraine, a whole bunch of billions for Israel, and then to make it palatable to House Republicans, money for the border. Okay, well, here's the thing. The, the reason that we are being flooded with immigrants has nothing to do with a lack of funding. All right. Exactly. It, it had nothing to do with a lack of funding. It's a, it's a lack of enforcing the laws. They, they have funding. And to the extent they don't have funding, what do they not have funding for? Um, what, five-star hotels? I mean, what, what's the money going to go for? What do they need money for? They don't need money for anything. What, money to tear down the... Um, uh, the the razor wire that, that Texas puts up. So I can't understand any reason why uh, anybody would want this bill to be uh, passed unless there are people who are working against the uh, future of the American people. So it's all bad. And then this isn't in the prep, but I just Googled uh, the border trucker convoy. Take our border back. Convoy ends with rallies in three states. Hundreds gather at rallies in Arizona, California, and Texas. Um, this happened on Saturday. They're calling for stricter immigration security and ending the cross-country take our border back convoy. Uh, wow. As many as 700,000 vehicles. Wow. 
take part in three separate rallies in Arizona, California, and Texas, including truckers who took part in recent protests, convoys in Washington, D.C., Canada. Um, this according to uh, Keith Self, representative in Texas. I sort of thought this would end a lot. Uh, I was calling for uh, another Charlottesville January 6th ending, but it, apparently the system didn't take advantage of that and just let this kind of take its course in their response instead is the border bill. So um, I don't know. Maybe they could fi- maybe they figured out they, they got away with stuff in Canada that they can't get away here with. Maybe that's what it was. Um, yeah. The Texas rally occurred at the Cornerstone Children's Ranch in the town of Quamando, about 20 miles outside of Eagle Pass. The day-long event included musical performances, vendors, and speakers who voiced their concerns about illegal immigration. Sounds like a fun time. We got a lot of these type of, they're not rallies, but we have community events. Um, you know, here in West Kentucky, we got the Banana Fest in Fulton, Chicken Fest in Clinton to celebrate all the chicken farmers that keep our economy going and justify building new banks. And it is. It's a lot of fun. You got live music. You got uh, vendors, people socializing. I mean, that sounds kind of like what this was. Sounds like a fun time for a good cause. Uh, no trouble there that I could read. I didn't see anybody with swastika flags or fights or multiple arrests. So kind of surprised. Well, you know what else was fun? What's that? January 6th. It was it, it was, was very festive. It was festive. Now, I won't say Charlottesville was. You know, Charlottesville was confrontational. But um, January 6th, if you were, I suppose, if you were like, I, I don't suppose. I mean, if you were where there was real struggle between the um, demonstrators and the police and there was... Um, rubber bullets being fired that that wasn't fun but the capitol grounds are huge and most people were not there were not in that in that s- small area where there was uh the potential for actual violence and it was very festive and you had uh some guy had had hijacked a uh a, a what do you call it a, a cherry picker and was giving people rides on it <laughs> I thought it was just funny. And, you know, people were going around with their dogs and their kids, and people were wheeling around in wheelchairs. You had some old folks in wheelchairs getting pushed around, and they, everybody had these big flags. And it was festive. It was totally festive. Uh, Amer- Americans love this, don't they? Like, they love the whole carnival tier scene, state fair scene. It was Kinda like that. It was like that. Charlottesville wasn't like that. Charlottesville, there was, it, there, there was, it was tense, and um, uh, but it, it, the thing about January sixth, it's like nobody was, nobody was expecting anything, and then it just got kind of rowdy. It wasn't even so much, for the most part, not. I mean, to the extent there was any violence, it was really, really isolated. But there was what you would call rowdiness, maybe boisterousness, and uh, people. Uh, taunting, taunting is taunting the right word. The uh, the mainstream media, right? Mm. You know, your fake news, your fake news. Um, it was it was just it was kind of a fun atmosphere, and it's it's been completely misrepresented. The idea that it was an an insurrection. Uh, there, w- I, I will say that people in the uh, the oath keepers and three percenters. Uh, at least the three percenters might have, no, the Oath Keepers might have thought that they were in an insurrection. They, you know, they let their their role playing. What do you call it? LARPing, live action role playing. They were mm-hmm. LARPing. They were LARPing an insurrection. I don't know how many really believed it, but there was a little bit of LARPing going on. Um, but but that's there. You're talking about like fifty people out of five hundred people. So maybe one in ten thousand people was was LARPy. But, and the majority, the majority of these Trump supporters that aren't involved in these organizations, they're just like, oh, honey, get the kids and get the RV ready. We're going to go down to the protest. Um, get a cooler full of beer and some chicken. 
let's go do this thing right. That's probably like yep. the mentality of most people that went there. And then there, there are a lot of Orientals there. A lot of, really? uh, yeah, there were a lot of Chinese and Vietnamese. Ooh, Chinese infiltrators that are, that were going to take over the capital and rule the country. They were hot. The Chinese who were, there were hostile to China. They, okay. they were like Falun Gong types. And then the oh, yeah. uh, Vietnamese were there with, with South Vietnamese flags from the, uh, deposed government of South Vietnam. Um, but there are a fair number. And then there were, there were white women walking around with their black boyfriends. Uh, and, because, because the white supremacists don't care about that thing, obviously. What, what great American gathering wouldn't be complete without white women and their black boyfriends? Hey, <laughs> so there was a daily stormer article today about, these AI headsets, I, and I don't know much about this type of thing, but did, did you see that article? I, I just glanced at That's one of the ones I didn't read, but uh, go ahead. It's a competition between China-made goods and Apple-made goods. Well, apparently, these things can be programmed to, like, to, to make women not fat and not tattooed. <laughs> That's that's a hell of a lot of programming because I'm still on Tinder, and let me tell you, the left swipes are tremendous on Tinder if you don't like the person you swipe left. Anyway, fat and tatted up—that's like the majority of women under 45. It's it's very sad, but apparently you can um, you can I AI them airbrush that stuff out. Uh, so Anglin's article, he had he had like four bullet points of uh, why America is a hell, hellscape. And one was um, all the women are fat and have tattoos. <laughs> and the next bullet point was <laughs> there are N-words everywhere. <laughs> yeah, something about Let's the not art. forget the, the blue and pink hair. Blue and pink hair, fat, tatted up, nose rings, eye, eye rings, you know, the piercings and the tattoos. Remember in the 80s when that was like biker gang stuff? Like you would only see people in biker gangs that had piercings and tattoos and you didn't see women. It just wasn't no, a thing. A woman with a tattoo? I mean, that was, that was in, well, if you go back a hundred years, you get Lydia the tattooed lady. She, uh, she, she was in, the, she was in the circus. Bro, the talk about tattoos. Talk about tattoos, colored hair, mohawks, piercings. Think about the the Mel Gibson Mad Max movies, right? All three of them, but specifically uh, Road Warrior, which is part two, and Beyond Thunderdome with Tina Turner, which is part three, post-nuclear war. Like, remember the, the biker gangs that were terrorizing people? They had the, the, the red and green mohawks and piercings, and the women were all pierced up and tatted. I mean, that... That's what like society looks like now. The majority of people under forty. <laughs> it's really bad. Yeah, yeah. So he had his bu- four bullet points, and I just laughed because um, he has a way with words. <laughs> he is. I will say he he's he's like the um, Will Rogers of the twenty first century. Only I'm not quite so sure about that that business where he never met a man he didn't like because I'm pretty sure he doesn't like the uh, the trannies and the immigrants and the uh, the n words and and the Jews it goes without saying and women of course but um, otherwise Will, otherwise like Will Rogers Will Rogers of the 21st century I'm getting that confused with Duck Dodgers of the 24th and a half century okay Will Rogers That's- was a he was a cowboy. It was actually, I think it was half Cherokee or something. He, uh, he came from Oklahoma, and he was he was like the everyman philosopher. But he died. I think he died in a, a plane accident going from one place in in maybe about 1932 in the early 30s, early in the depression. I think he died in a, a plane accident. Um, oh, wow! But he was he was very famous. I thought it was another real Will Rogers. I know I know Will Rogers the cowboy. All right. Buck Rogers was the uh, space cowboy. And I'm talking about Duck Dodgers, Daffy Duck on Bugs Bunny. 
was imitating Buck Rogers anyway. A lot of, yeah. Yeah. Some people got that. Yeah. This is the going far field patching, Jeremy. Um, but it's fun. And I say, let's don't stop, but let's get to some content. All right. So why is Biden telling Johnson to pay attention to this bill? Uh, Johnson has declared the bill dead on arrival in the house, even if it clears the Senate. Uh, Johnson wants to separate the elements of the bill uh, that also includes military aid for Israel. Well, of course, we don't have enough agents. We don't have enough folks, enough judges. We need help. Why don't they give me the help Biden added? So Biden's excuse is they don't have enough uh, border, border security agents. Let me add something, just a thought that I had a while ago that I didn't get out. I think the reason why this border convoy didn't get FBI'd like January 6th did is because January 6th was right there in the elite's backyard, literally. And they felt it more of a threat. This is way down on the southern border. I don't think the elites are really scared of this. Um, I don't think they felt threatened at all. Therefore, they didn't try to subvert it. And they just let it take its course. And instead, they responded with this gay bill. So, that's my take on it all. Yeah. Well, so if they separated out uh, the what's what's not going to pass? Uh, Ukraine stuff might not. Yeah, Ukraine stuff wouldn't wouldn't pass almost certainly. So we would get uh, infinity support for Israel and support for border security in the form of some gay motion by our politicians and they really don't mean it because neither the Republicans or the Democrats want to control the border. The separating it out and having a vote, for instance, having an, uh, a vote strictly on, on Israel would be interesting. Even if they, I mean, it, whether aid gets passed or not, I mean, Israel gets it anyway, they get it anyway, but it would be fun to have, uh, these, progressive Democrats be put on the spot. True, yeah. Um, big uh, big chasm in the Democrat Party. Fetcher mentioned this on Tuesday's show, something you and I have been talking about. Um, Democrats are losing their, their progressive base bigly, and this is going to hurt them bad in this election, and people are either going to not vote or they're going to vote for some you know, all we need is some, you know, what? what's the word, alternative for Democrat Party? They have it. Yeah. Who's that? They have two. So they've got uh, Jill Stein, who yeah. I mentioned in the last show, uh, part one, who was the Green Party candidate in 2012 and 2016. Not in 2020, but she but it looks like she'll be the Green Party candidate in 2024. And she's she's Jewish, but uh, she will take a a, a pro, relatively pro Palestinian stance. And then you got Cornell West, who mm. my brother Cornell West, brother this and brother that. He's a uh, affirmative action pro- professor from I, I think he was in Princeton. Is it somewhere else now? And um, he's 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 kind of. I don't know what, what he's he's pretty flaky, but it, but is but he's he Jesse high- Jackson tier? Is he like Jesse Jackson tier? He's sillier than Jesse Jackson. So his his issues would be well, Jesse Jackson in the eighties, and I supported Jesse Jackson in the eighties, and I worked for him, and I was a Jesse Jackson delegate. Um, but Jesse Jackson was a serious anti-war candidate. Uh, he was. In the eighties, he was the most serious. Out of all the people, out of all the people who were at major party debates, so that doesn't count like David Duke, who ran as a third party candidate and, or something. Uh, all the all the people who are at major party debates, a he was the most consistently anti war, and b he was the one the Jews didn't like. And so, so I. I uh, now in the seventies and the nineties, you know, the, there's a lot of a lot of things you can complain about Jesse Jackson 
and we were all low info. We were all low info people in the eighties. There was no internet. And so we were all very low info, but I don't have any regrets about supporting Jesse Jackson. So, um, uh, but Cor- yeah, Cornell West is kind of similar to that, but he's very silly. If you ever see him talking in public, you know, he's got a giant Afro and he's always calling everybody, my sister, my brother, this, my brother, that. He's, he's almost like a, some sort of walking meme of a uh, crazy black guy. But he'll get a... But... People often write to tell us what has happened for them since starting Extendivite. Allow me to read a few highlights. Extendivite works in keeping my blood pressure in the normal range. I have been using Extendivite for many years. Great product. I use regularly and I rarely get sick. This product has relieved what appeared to be angina pain in my chest and shortness of breath after climbing stairs. I'm quite happy about it. My husband, son, and I have been using this product for a few months now, and we have noticed an improvement in our joints and blood pressure. To order, call 1-877-928-8822 or visit extendivite.com. That's X-T-E-N-D-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Extend your life with Extendovite. Tahibo Tea Club's original pure pouty arco super tea comes from the only tree in the world that fungus does not grow on. As a result, it naturally has antifungal, anti-infection, antiviral, antibacterial, anti-inflammation, and anti-parasite properties. So the tea is great for healthy people because it helps build the immune system, and it can truly be miraculous for someone fighting a potentially life-threatening disease due to an infection, diabetes, or cancer. The tea is also organic and naturally caffeine-free. A one-pound package of tea is $49.95, which includes shipping. To order, please visit drinksupertea.com. The first word is drink, spelled D-R-I-N-K, then the word super, then the word tea. The complete website is drinksupertea.com. Or call us at 818-965-9113, Monday through Saturday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. California time. That's 818-965-9113. DrinkSuperTea.com. What would you say if I told you we have a new tool that will increase production and lower maintenance costs for your meat processing company, and it would pay for itself in just six weeks? When pigs fly! The new Ease-Off Model EZ4 replaces old spring-style carcass droppers and is faster, safer, and more reliable. The Ease-Off lowers or lifts 1,000 pounds to or from your rail automatically using our remote control. Sounds expensive. Can I afford it? Can you afford not to try the Ease-Off? It installs fast with just three bolts in place of your current dropper. The effortless operation will reduce fatigue and injuries, speed up your line, eliminate downtime, and increase profit. How can I order my EaseOff? Go to EaseOff.com, E-A-Z-E-O-F-F dot com. And hurry, because we are offering $200 off on the new Easy 4 for a limited time. EaseOff.com. We make pigs fly. Cows too. EaseOff LLC. Summersville, Missouri. 417-932-6419. And he's always calling everybody my sister, my brother, this, my brother, that. He's he's almost like a some sort of walking meme of a uh, crazy black guy. But he'll get a but. The, uh, and then, oh, and then you got Kennedy, who who really isn't that anti-war. He was, he's trying to position himself as anti-war, but he, he can't give up. A, he can't give up on the Jews, and B, he can't give up on World War II. It, that was a good war. Um, but between the three of them, uh, in, in a lot of polls, the polls that have all five names, Biden, Trump, Cornell West, Jill Stein, and Kennedy, uh, but 
between West, Kennedy, and Stein, they're getting like over 20%. Yeah, so they're splitting yeah. the vote. And, uh, and Nikki, well, Nikki yeah. Ramwada is not going to split the vote. She's just getting laughed at. No, she's not going to. Yeah, I, I, I was going to say something, but I'm going to try to keep it classy. So. Well, I mean, classy is as classy does. Yeah. So anyway, um, Biden's pressuring Johnson. Johnson's calling for, you know, to split this up, that this is going to be dead. This bill could go nowhere, probably. Um, but it was fun to talk about. Democrats for weeks have argued <clears throat> Republicans in Congress were rejecting any compromise on the border because it could be a political win for Biden in an election year. Former President Trump has repeatedly hammered Biden on the flow of migrants at the southern border and polling has shown voters trust Trump more on immigration uh, and the border. So that's the last paragraph of the article. I think we've exhausted that one. What's next on the docket? What do you got? Anything? No, we don't have a whole lot of time left. Um, so is there anything else? Um, we're seeing the training stuff come to fruition in Montana, of all places. Parents lose custody of a 14-year-old girl for opposing her gender transition. Got this from the Stormer. And we, we've already seen this with Jeff Younger in Dallas, lost custody of his sons to his vicious, whorish wife, who hates men so much that she takes it out on a little boys. And she tranified Jeff's sons and the judge stripped Jeff of his rights and said she could move to California and uh, surgically transition in there without mm. giving a forward an address. Same has happened in Montana. 14-year-old girl uh, wants to do the tranny thing. Parents oppose it. She's taken by social services. So, And there's a huge difference in a 14-year-old and a, and a 6-year-old. Jeff's sons were like under 9 years old. You know? Mm. I'm not I'm not saying that 14-year-olds should be allowed to trainify. I'm just saying that by that age, you know, the brainwashing is thorough and complete. But still, the state shouldn't be allowed to take children away from parents. I don't think for any reason. Um, okay, maybe for a couple of reasons, right? If the child is in the custody of a, of a deranged, psychopathic, sadomasochistic mother that wants to harm the child, then sure, maybe the state should intervene. This is kind of like the red flag laws, right? If we lived in a society that cared for us, in a government that cared for us, you know, I would be more uh, open to these laws, these social services, child advocacy laws, but but we don't. They're going to intervene to harm the child, not to, not to help the child. Similarly, you know, they're going to intervene to take weapons away from good people rather than legit mentally incompetent people. Yeah. It's my take. Is that it? That's it. Well, I want to thank you for joining me today, Jeremy. Thank you, Patrick. Stay classy. You too, and I'll be back again tomorrow with another exciting episode of National Bugle Radio. Health Simple with Cholera Shiloji, Fact Bit Number Three. Shiloji is the supreme yoga vaha. Within Ayurveda, Shiloji is the singular substance that towers above all other herbs, herbal minerals, and earth-made adaptogens. Yoga vaha refers to substances that have the ability to synergistically make better and carry other substances to its prescribed destination. In the case of Shiloji, most any herb, food, or mineral is amplified with ionic potential, superimposing superior efficacy with increased cellular energy and absorption rate. One of the best applications for Shiloji is to add a drop or two into your favorite herbal tincture or foodstuff. Simply put, Shiloji makes other substances more effective. Shiloji, legit Shiloji, such as Colorado Shiloji, is the king and the supreme yoga vaha. It is the tonic that indeed towers above any other earth mixed substance. Look for the gold mountain and medical symbol logo in banners on republicbroadcasting.org. Use code GORBN when ordering. That's G-O-R-B-N.
You can't handle the truth. You're listening to Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit republicbroadcasting.org today because you can handle the truth.